When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you like me and thought one day, I want to start a podcast? Well, it's easy. All you do is go to Anchor FM and sign up for free. Then all you do is you can record from your computer or your phone. And next thing you know, all you do is upload your episode. And then like magic, Anchor just goes and releases it everywhere to Apple, to Spotify. You name it, it releases it there. It's easy, it's simple, it's fun to use, and like me, I'm not very technical-oriented. Again, easy. Not like the rapper, but it's easy, if you get what I mean. So again, go to Anchor FM, sign up, and uh, start being a content or podcast creator today. such thing as death, life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. My third eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. Well, he was he went went from A to B, and then he died in B, but he didn't die. He went to C. But I feel like I need to. I should have, you know. Right. <laughs> like who who knows what was actually going on? But it's just it's almost like a thought experiment to me to mention this to people and discuss it. I almost always bring it up when I'm on a podcast, and because uh, I just love hearing the other other perspectives of it on it. And you didn't disappoint, so I appreciate that. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that was a new. That was a new. A new take on it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of My Third Eye. On this episode, we discuss uh, reality and dreams. What if dreams are our reality and what we wake up every day just might be the dream? Um, my guest is Mr. X Dreams. Uh, you might have heard him on uh, some other podcasts and, and what have you, and he has his own YouTube channel. So please go check that out. Um, all the links will be in, in the show notes. And this was just an all around fun discussion because it, it just taps into the, the what if of everything, you know, and, and some people say, oh, you can't talk about your dreams. Talk about your dreams, man. Talk about them. Everybody has them. Uh, not everybody remembers them. So having said that, uh, I got to shout out all the Patreons that have been signing up and supporting uh, the Talk at the Tavern over at Patreon. So go to patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast. Sign up. You get you get the whole episode um, no longer available um, on, on a public feed. Uh, and I'm, I'm doing that because it takes a, a little bit of time to, uh, to do the production process of everything. And I feel it's very good content. And, you know, sometimes we go from anywhere from two to almost six hours. So it all, it all depends on, on how the, how the tavern's feeling that night. Um, also, uh, hit my link tree up. Uh, it's available in the, uh, the description. Uh, you can find links to everything my merch uh i have some t-shirts girls ladies uh i i know there's not m m many female listeners but i have leggings i have tank tops um and a couple other things but you know go over there support support the merch um buy something you know i, I try to bring the cost down from what teespring suggests uh that i should sell it for because you know i'm just like you you know what i mean like you know do i want to pay this much for 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 that because you know everything else is rising but you know for now teespring is is where my merch can be found and uh i don't know i like it uh hopefully down the road uh something better will be coming in the works uh i know uh ryan and i um from dangerous world podcast or shooting some ideas around so we'll see what happens um also you know hit the telegram hit the hit the instagram you know if you like this show share it share it with a friend you know share it with somebody you know i, I don't care go give go give some likes and reviews go to youtube my youtube page hit the subscribe button like i said i don't care if you watch just hit the subscribe button you know it takes two seconds and i also have a uh, a link in the teespring for uh tips and donations so if if you get some value out of this episode or any episode i don't care if it's 25 cents i don't care if it's more than that you know what i mean well i mean i do care you know but you get what i'm trying to say is you know hey tip me you know and maybe i can put that like I, I'm, I'm trying with the uh, the Patreon. Maybe I can put that into, uh, you know, upgrade the equipment here. You know, kind of dealing with some hammy downs and trying to make it, you know, sound as best as I can. So having said that, like I said, like, subscribe to YouTube. Go give five star ratings. Share this show. 
Um, thank you all the Patreons for your support. And, uh, I don't know what else much to say other than, you know, go buy some merch. Um, yeah. And I love you. Thank you for listening. And again, enjoy another episode with Mr. X dreams. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of My Third Eye. Today, I bring you Mr. X Dreams. I've uh, been very fortunate to get in contact with him and uh, come on come on the uh, podcast and, and discuss some dreams and and you know what, what conscious might be. Um, I will let him plug all his uh, places where he can be found. Uh, if you're familiar with uh, the Confessionals podcast, please go check out the Confessionals. Uh, Tony Merkel runs a outstanding show and that's where i originally heard mr x dreams and uh having said that i will now turn it over to him and he can introduce himself and plug anything that he wants to and we're going to get into a nice conversation so welcome thank you ghost for having me uh it was a pleasure to be invited and show up here on your wonderful show uh i am mr x dreams primarily of youtube i i upload some stuff on podcasts under mr x dreams as well once in a while but uh yeah i mean that's what it is i mostly tell creepy stories talk about my own experiences with the paranormal family members subscribers stuff like that if you got a scary story and you want uh, a creative reimagining retelling of that story send me uh, an email or hit me up on YouTube, Discord, wherever, and uh, I might be your guy. That's awesome. Yeah, I've had a couple paranormal acti- uh, things that happened to me in the past that I've talked about on my show. And, you know, I, when I first, you know, I talked about them, I could tell these stories to my wife in like 10, 15 minutes, you know, but you leave out so many details, you just like meat and potatoes. And then I went on a, my buddy's podcast, uh, upstate unconventional, and it turned into almost a two hour episode. I'm like, dude, I didn't realize I actually had that much content available. You know what I mean? You start asking questions and you know, you start, oh yeah, well this led to that and this led to that. But, um, that's beside the point. Um, I, uh, you'd you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how much more detail can come to mind when you're trying to communicate that story to somebody who doesn't know you inside and out like your like your spouse does yeah yeah very true and you know i'm just sitting there and we got off the air and i was just like damn nico i said i i didn't realize we'd go that long you know i thought maybe okay 40 minutes max and you know but hey like you said when you when you're telling it to to somebody that doesn't know you uh you want to remember as much detail as you can and you know bring that that story or happening to life for, for yeah, that's that's what the thoughtful storyteller would do anyway <laughs> that's the ideal you want right. to do that you know so uh what got you started well i i've had a few somewhat paranormal experiences throughout my life and my you know my mom and some of my my mom's from jamaica okay and her and some of her siblings had some really strange encounters and things like that with these shadow individual shadow entities shadow people we call them sometimes and i was always fascinated with that and one day uh i want to say it was b busta a guy on youtube called b busta 
think I think it's an Australian dude. I haven't heard listened to him in a long time, but I started listening to that. I started listening to a guy called Let's Read on YouTube, another big YouTuber. He's got like almost a million subs right now. And uh, I was listening to those and I was like, man, I love telling stories. I come from a line of storytellers. And I thought to myself, man, I have some stories to tell, some things that really happened to me and people in my family. Maybe I should start, start with that. And even more so what I have are dreams. Hmm. I've throughout my, since I was a child, I've had these very vivid, strange, and sometimes cryptic dreams. And I almost where it's taking place in its own world. There's a whole story there. It's not just random stuff happening and I don't understand it. In the context of the dream, I know where I am. I know what I've done in my life, in my past. And I, and I know the people that are around me oftentimes, but it's almost like it's a, it's an alternate version of me, a different existence. And some of the things that have happened to me over the years were so strange and unique that I said, you know what, I'm going to start writing down all my dreams and kind of converting them into a narrative story format to to communicate them to other people and see if anybody wants to hear that and that's why i settled on the name mr x dreams okay uh, my first my first like 10 uploads were all about my dreams and then eventually people started saying hey in my comments they would say hey i i had this happen to me or i had a dream of this or i saw this in real life while i was not dreaming so can you talk about this and i was like hey all right i made up the email and I said, send me this, send me an email here. And people started messaging me about their paranormal experiences and seeing uh, apparitions or having a glitch situation where they, they were curious as to whether or not they were in a simulation, you know, right. And which also has happened to me in a huge way too, in my, in the, in the past. So it all kind of just started rolling from there. People started sending me stuff and, and I was, I would write it up into my own kind of storytelling format and read it. I would put sound effects and like music, sometimes a little background music for ambiance. And yeah, that's what the majority of my YouTube is, uh, is about right now. That's awesome. So yeah, that's how in a nutshell, pretty big nutshell, but that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Dreams are fascinating. Um, my wife always taught you, you know, I wake up with crazy dreams. Um, some that I, I wake up and I remember, um, the, the weirdest one that I've had lately, uh, I had a, a dream that I was, I was at work, but we, we weren't working. We weren't loading any trucks or anything, but my, I have a train walker coonhound. And he has the most human looking eyes that I've ever seen in any dog. And we might've been talking about that before we went to bed or whatever, but I, I, I went to bed and I had this dream that, that he, he somehow showed up at my, my work and he was, he was like kind of moving the side of his, his mouth, but like the, the front part and the other, other side wasn't moving. So I went up to him. I'm like, you know, you know, what's going on, buddy. And he jumps up and he kind of like puts his paws around my neck and pulls me closer. He's like, you can't let people know that I can talk. 
if, if the secret gets out, people, people will know that, that I can talk and, and, and we don't want that. And I'm like, I didn't know you could talk until just now. And, and it kind of went like that. And he kept on saying, no, you got to keep this a secret. You got to keep this a secret. And I woke up and I, it, he was like laying, you know, next to me. And I, I just looked down. I'm like, oh, I know you can talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like that. It was that real. I was just like, I'm telling my wife and she's like, oh, the dreams you have. And I'm like, and that's just one of the many, you know what I mean? I, you get so many crazy vivid dreams and, you know, you're underwater and you know you're underwater but you're not supposed to be able to breathe but then all of a sudden you're like well you're in your dream you can control this you can breathe underwater and you take a deep deep breath and it's like how mm. how do you consciously manipulate to the fact that you know you're in a dream but still stay dreaming you know what i mean yeah yeah and that's that's the the point where you become lucid in a dream it's something that i've been striving to master for many years because once I get to that point, there's certain, sometimes I am literally able to be, obtain godlike abilities at the, you know, from that point on. So I can create other life forms around me. I can change the entire fabric of the world that I'm standing in once I, once I realize it. Right. That's when I'm, I find myself sometimes with the ability to fly or to, to, um, you know, if I want to see someone or talk to someone, conjure them right, right there in front of me. You know, that that being able to become aware and awaken yourself within the dream, but still stay in the dream is it's a huge milestone. And, and it's it happens at random, it seems like. Mm -hmm. But I believe there's a way to make sure that it happens more often. Right. I just haven't found that way yet. Yeah, I sure as hell haven't found it either. And that like underwater dream, that was a dream that I used to have on a regular basis. Like when I was probably in elementary school, you know, I was a young kid and I'd be, you know, underwater, I'd be in space, but I would always be like, oh, you can breathe. You're, this is just a dream. So just, just breathe. You know, it, it doesn't matter in, in, mm -hmm. in this world. You, you, you're able to breathe underwater and until say saying that just now and hearing hearing your explanation of it i never realized that was actually a form of lucid dreaming like i i hear people yeah. talk about lucid dreaming and i'm like i don't know if i've ever had that but apparently i did yeah i believe i believe that fits falls into the category the dream that you mentioned about the dog gave me uh reminded me of one of the earliest dreams that i remember from my uh youth it was when i was a teenager i had this dream where i was i woke up in grass, like in a laying on this beautiful fluffy grass on a huge hill. And I sat up and at the, you know, this hill was overlooking the remains of a city, a human city that was completely overgrown. Like if you ever seen I Am Legend, mm -hmm. where those vines and and, and uh, plants have completely, earth has basically reclaimed, say the city of New York, right? you know, Manhattan pretty much. And I was, I got up and I was walking around and I came to uh, a wolf and this wolf walked up to me and I was like, okay, what's, what's, what's about to happen here? And he said, Hey, do you know, you're the last human being. You're the last one. He said, that means if we kill you, there would be none left. And I was like, okay, like, for what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like what? Can, 
sir, (laughs) please chill. You know, that's what I was thinking. And he said, you know, he was kind of gestured for me to follow him. And I'm following him along this like kind of ridge line. And there were animals everywhere. I saw a group of gorillas, like a family of gorillas grooming each other. And they were talking like I couldn't make out what they were saying, but they were all chattering. Mm -hmm. And the wolf, as he's walking and he's showing me, he's showing me the sights here. He looks at me. I'm like, he's like, what's the matter? And I said, how are you all able to uh, able to talk? They're talking. You're talking. How is this happening? And he said, he kind of paused for a second. He looked disappointed, like almost like I was an idiot or like I was a fool, an arrogant fool. Right. And he and he looked at me for a second. He said, "Just because we don't talk to you doesn't mean we can't talk." Oh, and I was shit. like, "Damn!" <laughs> I that that like it gives me chills even now because I can still see his face looking at me like this freaking. Who do you think you are? Right. You think that you're the only ones who can talk just because we you know we don't talk to you, idiots. You know you guys right. are destroying everything that you touch, and we're supposed to have conversations with you. And, but you assume we can't talk, you know, that's the, that right. was the way I felt like I just had a verbal lashing, but he just said like a handful of words. And I woke up shortly after that, after that burn that he gave me. That's but crazy. that when you're what you, what you said with the dog, your dog talking to you, it, it almost, it kind of makes me, it all, I always connect these dots when I hear stuff like that. People having similar experiences in dreams. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, where does that idea come from? You know, is it something that exists tangibly somewhere in the dream world? Or is it some kind of another manifestation from something in this world that actually does exist? Is it true somehow that we could be able to be on the same wavelength as animals with, you know, as these other creatures and communicate them with them if we could only find the right formula or the right method, you know, is there information out there to be had that we just don't have access to? I'm sure there is. That's a very good question. And part of me believes there is, you know what I mean? Uh, if you get into, I don't know, not necessarily meditation, but, you know, work similar to that or whatever conscious, you know, thought and, and projection, um, you know, you, you hear stories of people, with, you know, concentrating on, on stuff hard enough that, you know, they can make a, a, a limb snap or a, a candle blow out if there's no breeze or whatever. So maybe if we apply the same type of cognitive training and, and discipline, could we tap into other animals and, and actually have conversation? I mean, and, and not just animals, I mean, it could go as far as, I mean, this is going to sound hippie hippie, but like talking to plants or trees or, or just mother earth and mother nature in general, like Hmm. maybe they're in constant communication and talking about us on on a daily basis. Like we're, we're, like you said, you know, destroying everything we touch, you know, we're, we're, we're getting shit on by, by mother nature behind our backs and we don't even know it. You know what I mean? So I I don't know. It's, it's crazy. And it, it makes you wonder what the dream state actually is. Is it another level of consciousness or is it another dimension that we actually go into? Um, you know, that kind of ties into, you know, and I don't know what your religious beliefs are, but 
you know, there's people out there that, that believe in reincarnation or we are energy. And, and when, when we pass on, we go into an energy, become a, become an, a being of energy and no, mm-hmm. nobody really knows where we go, but you know what I mean? It, it's just one yeah. of those things because you and I, you know, I just mentioned having a, a dream about my dog and you had a similar one, but it was with a wolf and he was talking to you. And this is the first time ever talking yet. We're having a synchronistic synchronistic experience right out the gate it's 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 crazy indeed i always try to point that out when when something and this seems to happen to me a lot i mean someone mentions a dream that they've had that impacted them in their life and i've almost always had a similar dream so it's 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 a shared experience that makes me feel like there's some common link with our dreams and maybe it's just the fact that we all dream about the same stuff but i mean in some cases people seem to inhabit the same actual dream world dream theater if you will or the dream space at the same time that happened with me and my cousin once in uh well i'll tell i'll tell you briefly how that went okay i was i had a dream where i was standing in front of this large building like an office building it was at night like a kind of like a twilight time frame uh, as though it was towards the end of sunset huge people of a huge crowd of people in front of the building and i was standing among them they were all clamoring it's they were all everybody was trying to get into this building to uh apply for some kind of job that they were offering in the building to the right of the of the building was this huge beautiful mighty tree that was sort of, you know, in front of, it was uh, silhouetted by the sunset. And I was just kind of there wondering what was going on. I'm like, wait, why am I here? Why am I in this line? Why am I in this line trying to get this job? Everybody else is like clamoring really hardcore, trying to like climb over each other to get this job. And nothing really happened. I woke up. Then that morning, I got a call from my cousin. And she says, hey, I saw you in a dream last night. I was like, oh, really? What was what was happening? What was I doing? She said, you were you were waving like uh, beckoning to me to come towards you. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't see you in a dream or anything like that. But what what was going on? What was the scenario? What was the scene? She said it was dark. There was this huge building and a you know crowd of people. And to the left of the building, was this huge tree oh man so and i purposefully avoided telling her any details of what i saw in my dream until i had heard everything that she had to say and it turned out i mean that's what she told me she said yeah i was uh i was beckoning toward to her for her to come to towards me and then everything just turned white like the sky just wiped out and turned white and the, over the years, I, I thought about that a lot. I was like, man, that's crazy. I didn't see her in the dream, but it kind of, it was just very uncanny that she would have such, such, uh, you know, a specific set of variables in place that were the same as mine. So right. I started, I was thinking about it and, and trying to open my mind a little bit and think outside the box. And this is my theory. Say, I'm, you know, dreams work 
potentially has, uh, I don't know if you're a gamer or anything, but with video games, if you want to play online, somebody has to be the host. Right. Right. And everybody else logs into their, their server, if you will, their instance of the game. And if the host disconnects, the game's over, everybody gets kicked out. So what if I was the host of that dream? My cousin happens to wander by, log into my dream world, my dream space. And some point after I was kind of losing my consciousness of the dream, she shows up on the other side of the building and I find her and say, hey, this, that she didn't hear what she couldn't hear what I was saying. She said I was trying to say something to her. She couldn't hear me and everything just started turning white. What if that was me saying, hey, this dream is over. I'm logging out. I'm waking up right now. You know, I'm probably not even going to remember this conversation, but you can leave. It doesn't make sense for you to be here. This is shutting down. You know, that makes a lot of sense. When, when that, you, that's when the theory that I've like come that. up with. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, and like you said, you know, okay, it, it turned white. Okay. Maybe that was you opening your eyes and it, it's morning time in your room or whatever. And, you know, lights coming through and she's obviously mm. okay. Now I didn't um, even think not, about all that. You know, not, not, <laughs> That's another layer. Yeah. Nothing's coming through anymore. You know, he's awake and, you know, my, her scenery just fades away because you open your eyes and daylight came in and, and Dang. you left the, subconscious realm or the dream state and mm. you know it, it's it, I, See, it, that's why i like talking to people about this stuff because everybody's got a different mind that's going to look at it differently right. i appreciate that yeah. i have to add that to my uh to my whenever, whenever i retell that story i'm gonna have to add in my boy ghost came up with this theory to, yeah. to, as an addendum that's it, good stuff I, and like i said dreams fascinate me um i was never one that was scared to go to sleep as a kid, you know, yeah, everybody has their fair share of, you know, bad dreams or whatever, but I never had a dream scare me so much to where I didn't want to go to bed or I feared laying in bed in, in, in the dark or whatever. I always looked forward to going to bed because I'm like, I wonder what dream I'm going to have tonight, you know, yeah, and it, still it's still, yeah, still. And, you know, you, you, and then, you know, there, there are times, you know, you go to sleep and you wake up, you, you don't remember your dream and then you're, you're, going through your daily routine and just something you see oh wait a minute something similar to that i had a dream kind of something about that in last mm -hmm. night you know it kind of comes back to you and it's just like did did the matrix put that there so i was supposed to remember what i saw in the dream you know or what I, you know you go off on any you know theory you want but i don't know it's just fascinating and and to mm -hmm. me you know we spend more time sleeping than we do awake in our life what if our and this can kind of get a little weird what if our awake life is actually our dream and when we go to sleep at night that's our actual life you know what i mean i, I don't know it's just a, one of those weird thoughts you know the matrix is my favorite movie yeah. of all time within that movie there's a line where Morpheus says to Neo, he says, have you ever had a dream that you were so sure was real? Now, what if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? 
-hmm. He says that during a pivotal moment in the story. And if you really think about that, it's a, it's kind of a horrifying concept. Yeah. You know, like, like you said, it, how, how do we know, how can we prove just like when you're in a dream, sometimes you, you don't know that you're dreaming. And in that state, there's no way for you to know your brain is just telling you whatever it wants to tell you. Mm -hmm. And if you're, if you don't catch on somehow, you could stay there for weeks. You know, you could be living a life that is not actually happening in this plane of existence. And, you know, you never, some, you might not even know when you're slipping in and out of that. No. Some people, depending on what your brain chemistry is or what, what conditions you might have going on in, with your mind. I know it can be really, really upsetting to think too much about. Oh, it could. Yes, that. definitely. Um, I've heard stories of, you know, listening to different podcasts and what have you of people that have done DMT and it, it takes them to a, to a place and, and I've never done it. I wouldn't know, you know, apparently I guess it only lasts for like 20 minutes or whatever. I, I don't know. But, uh, mm. they, they go to this, you know, another place and there's stories out there that people come back from that, that quick little DMT trip to wherever they go. And their whole world is just shattered to pieces because in that moment, they lived a complete lifetime, had kids, was married, and it was a completely different life and a full lifetime. And then mm. they snap back to reality and none of that's real. And to them, their family had died, you know, and they don't know where they're at. And it's like, first of all, hearing that, I don't want to do that drug. Um, second of yeah, all, that's a deterrent right there. A pretty it, strong one. Yeah. But if, if the chemicals being released in, in DMT or whatever, I guess it comes from the acacia tree or something, but it, it releases something similar to a dream state. You know what I mean? And mm. that kind of goes back to what I was just saying, you know, what if, okay, right now I, you and I are sharing a dream that we're talking on zoom and having a conversation. But when we go to sleep tonight, that is when we're actually awake and doing a, a job or whatever, you know, it, and it's just weird, you know, that you can have dreams so vivid or take a, a substance th that causes, you know, mind altering effects to, to put you in that kind of a state. And mm. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, that, it's that's, I'm, I'm completely fascinated by the concept of chemicals that can alter your perceptions in a way like that dilate time. Right. For example, you know, but, and the thing is what, I mean, I, I haven't confirmed this. I'm not a biologist or a chemist or anything, but I've heard that a lot of those chemicals or similar chemicals can be produced as neurotransmitters in our own brains. And yeah. that some people say that during uh, death, those chemicals just get flooded. They just re release like crazy into the brain and you experience a similar uh, type of thing to a DMT high. That would make you sense know, when, because you're, when you're about to die. Our body does naturally produce certain levels of DMT. Um, right. Obviously, you know, and, and they say that is what kind of helps leads to when, you know, your brain goes into its, its REM sleep mode that it, that's what's being your body's releasing that to to induce a dream or to help you stay asleep or whatever 
And, but I don't know, it, 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 it's, it's fascinating because you're, you know, whether it's synthetic or, or a chemical that, that's made naturally in your body or naturally on earth, um, who was the first motherfucker that said, I'm going to try this and see what happens? Um, mm-hmm. n- no, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like even with mushrooms, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're, they're so poisonous. Who was the first one to, to say, I'm going to try this mushroom and, oh, I saw really cool colors and it didn't kill me. You know what I mean? And, and then yeah. there's a whole stoned ape theory that, you know, some, I forget who came up with it that, you know, how, if I don't believe in evolution, but you know, they, they, the evolving primates would follow, uh, herds of elephants or cattle or ox and pick these mushrooms off the 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 dung and eat them and they'd see all these strange things and then that helped their mind evolve i don't know i don't really buy any of that but you know it's just weird like who who thought to 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 try this stuff and live to tell about it you know how many people died before that you know and because they weren't just happy with their dreams you know what i mean (laughs) i don't know the small little rabbit hole and tangent but on a long enough timeline, I'm sure somebody's tried pretty much damn near everything that there is. <laughs> you know? Yeah, true. It's like the, it's like people say, you know, who's the first person to drink milk from a cow? Right. You know, what was it? What were what were they thinking? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it was who? How was he? How was he looked at by the rest of the tribe? Like, yeah. Probably a, a freaking weirdo. <laughs> you know, like what? Is this guy sucking on cow teats? You know. Yeah. And then and, and you know he ended up being the biggest strongest guy or whatever for. For whatever reason yeah and then they're like oh well maybe we should drink cow's milk you know <laughs> yeah but i don't know like what are your thoughts on like the conscious side of things with 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 dreams like <clears throat> does it do you think it plays like do you think most of our dreams foreshadow things that might occur in the future on uh, in our conscious state or I don't, I don't know. know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I would never be so arrogant as to say that it's not a possible, it's not possible. Right. I know that it's not been proven, but I mean, I, I've heard, and it's all anecdotal stories and evidence and stuff, but I've heard of people, someone sent me a, a message several years ago about a dream that they had uh, regarding an earthquake, uh, where, with our, it was either an earthquake or maybe it was even something more specific, like a hot air balloon accident. That's what's coming to mind. Like they had a dream that someone was going to have a hot air, an accident with a terrible accident with a hot air balloon in Egypt. Okay. And then like the next night they saw that on the news hmm. and I even looked it up in the, I looked up where that person was geographically versus Egypt in the timeline. And when that person was asleep in the, you know, early in the morning, that is actually when the thing happened in Egypt or very close to that time. Oh, wow. So it's, it's almost like rather than, you know, precognitive viewing, it was like a remote viewing where she was seeing it almost as it was happening, but is on the other side of the world so this is you know it's the middle of the day over there for her it's like you know two three in the morning or something like that and that's when she wakes up having had this dream and then later that night the news of that incident happens you know and uh, shows up on tv on her side of the world 
you know yeah that's crazy so i don't know if it's if it's uh people's believe i I do believe there's some kind of con you know subconscious connection between people like we have you know like we're all on the same wi-fi network or something like that right mentally yeah or you know you know our consciousness and uh, that i i would that to me that would explain a lot it would explain how sometimes we see each other in our dreams sometimes uh we see things that are happening or feel things that are happening to someone else could be all the way on the other side of the planet you know it could be the reason why we all kind of think the same and do the same types of things sometimes i don't know there's a whole lot to it but i do tend to believe that there's some unknown unmeasured connection between humans at least if not more it could be humans and other animals but we just are not on the same wavelength enough to actually be able to use that connection save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details do anything with it you know yeah I mean, it does make you wonder you know um people having foreshadowing events of you know like you said that hot air balloon going down i remember when i was in the military i had woken up and um it was my girlfriend at the time he said i just had this dream that this plane went down and i forget where it was but uh it, it was overseas but they were looking for the debris like it, it was like a real rocky beach you know what i mean N- not necessarily mm-hmm. a beach but like it, it had a lot of like cliffs or whatever and it, it wasn't like full of sand where you know most people go to the beach and the next thing i know you know i, I told her that and she left i think she was going to work or whatever and obviously i went in, in into uh duty and i get a phone call from her and she's like, yeah, you might want to turn on the news. Uh, there's a plane that crashed. Um, I want to say it was like up near like Norway or somewhere like that. I mean, we're talking like 24 years ago now. Um, but uh, mm. and, and it, the details were almost the same. You know, the plane debris was scattered all over this kind of like rocky outcrop of a beach and this and that. And I was just like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Did, did I dream mm. about the same exact thing or? You know, like it just always baffled me, and but I never really put too much thought to it. You know what I mean? And you know, until like now, you know, you you, you bring it up that I was like, oh shit, you know, I I had a dream similar to that, and it was the only dream I ever had that was like that. You know, but you, you, there are stories of people that have that frequently, and it, and it's it's crazy. But I guess maybe that's where MK Ultra kind of came in back in the day with, uh, you know, all their mind control and, and the experiments that they did, you know, with remote viewing and everything else. So. Hmm. Uh, I'd love to know more about that, about that stuff. I mean, if I could find a reliable source on it. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's, I'm not it's sure hard. that one exists. <laughs> no, you know, cause I, I think the stuff that, that is out there on MK Ultra is, is pretty much stuff that that's what they want us to know. And it's usually the, 
I don't know, the more hokeyish kind of like, oh, why would they want to do that? You know what I mean? And hmm. to, to be honest with you, I, I, I don't think they ever really stopped the program ever. You hmm. know what I mean? They just found other deep ways to go, go about things. You know what I mean? Whether it's, yeah, that's, that's, it's interesting to think about that. I mean, what they showed, what, what, what we've seen of it mm-hmm. is the most like comic booky, yeah. you know, ni- 1960s, you know, Adam West, Batman villain type yep. stuff that they, they do, <laughs> you know, or like they were some people really thought this was like, they really seriously did operations like this, you know, that I would imagine it would be a little bit more sophisticated than, than the stuff that we've seen. But, right. I mean, the movie Men, Men Who Stare at Goats. I mean, that 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 movie was a direct play off of uh, basically, in a nutshell, uh, an MK Ultra program. You know what I mean? And it's mm. just like, what are they thinking? But yet, you know, hey, you know, Roswell was a weather balloon or swamp gas. You know, it, it's the government. <laughs> They're never going to tell us exactly what's what's you know what's going down at the end of the day. And yeah. I don't know. Do you, do you ever have trouble remembering your dreams? Um, usually when I wake up, I remember them. Um, but as the day goes on, depending on how impactful it is, uh, I'll usually just kind of toss it aside. Like I, I probably should keep a journal. I just, I don't know. I have my morning routine where it's basically, you know, I'm ex-military get up, shower, shave and out the door. You know what I mean? Mm. So I don't really put aside time to to wake up extra to write down you know what i might have dreamt but i usually do remember them um almost every time i dream um some that are more significant you know i'll i'll be like oh, i can't wait to get home to tell my wife you know about this crazy dream that i had because she finds them entertaining she just thinks i'm some crazy whack job that has weird dreams sometimes she's like I don't know where your mind goes, but it goes weird places. I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't get it either, but you know, it, it's, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is fun. I, I find it to be very, uh, it's, it's my favorite aspect of sleeping mm-hmm. even more so than actually getting rest and rejuvenating my mind and body. Yeah. I look forward to seeing what's going to happen in my dreams. You know, even if it means that I'm going to die in the, in the dream or I'm going to get ripped apart or blown up by a nuclear warhead or something right. like all of which has happened oh, man. <laughs> to me. Damn. I've, so been, died I've been killed, you died, di- in a died. Dream. yes, I've always heard times. like if you die in your dream, you die in real life. So that's crazy. I've no, that is, I can attest that that's not true at all because huh. I've died like five times. Can you touch on one of them? Oh, the first one was uh, I was I was in a basement type area it was it was kind of strange it was almost like it was a, a barn but it was under definitely underground there was like hay hay and straw covering the floor and there was this vampire in front of me i knew she was a vampire and i was there was a line of people with me i was like standing in a line of people and this vampire is one of the most beautiful creatures i've ever i'd ever seen and she said one of you is going to be killed right now i need i I need to feed someone's got to go it's who's it going to be and the all i i don't remember who was with me but they were all like smaller like i I don't know if it was children or younger people younger than me but um i said hey all right i'll do it but first uh, and it is i was a teenager by the way right 
So obviously I said, I'll, uh, you can, you can take me, but you got to kiss me first. Right. So she did. It was awesome. And then she immediately went for my neck and drained me of my blood. And I literally experienced whatever my brain's version of death is. It was just a heaviness coming over me. I pass out and it's, then it's just nothing. And, uh, Shortly after that, I, my vision returns and I'm in my parents' bedroom looking at my own dead body on the ground. Mm. And my family is there. They've just discovered my body there. I don't know, maybe somebody picked, uh, you know, took me up from, from wherever I was and dropped me off at my home. And everybody was mourning and crying and everything. And I was kind of just floating around the room, completely disembodied. And at some point I felt myself floating away and there was nothing I could do, but I was slowly floating away. And there was this old TV set in my dad's room, in my parents' room. And I looked at it and I started just willing myself to turn it on and it turned on. And then I was able to say, to start speaking like Poltergeist. I've never seen, I've to this day, I've never seen Poltergeist, the movie. Okay. But I was, somehow I knew that I would be able to communicate through that TV. And I was talking, I started talking and the static was on the TV and I could hear a muffled voice of my voice, my, my muffled voice coming from the TV. And everyone with tears in their eyes looks at the TV and, um, I'm just saying, hey, I love you guys. I love you. Thank you for everything. You know, don't feel bad. I'll be okay. I'll be fine. I love you. And I'm just slowly floating until I get through the ceiling. And that's when I woke up. Like I, the ceiling was kind of just passing through where I, what I could see. And I could just see like the inside of the roof. And then I woke up. That's crazy. So yeah, death. Yeah. Uh, another time I was, I was a part of a secret service detail at the white house and I was just standing out in the, in the lawn. I looked up and I could see a, a trail of smoke and a, a nuclear bomb detonates oh. above, in the sky above the white house. And the shockwave instantly kills me. And same thing just almost feels like, a, a ton of concrete liquid concrete just fell on my head or something. And then all of a sudden I'm in a library in a totally different life. Mm. I was in a library and all this weird stuff started happening. I ended up fighting a gorilla and uh, I punched the gorilla and his head came off and there was spaghetti coming out of his neck. Oh, it, that was, that, that was weird. I, I don't know what was that, that, that was about. But in between those two moments, <laughs> I died <laughs> again. That was like, I think the second time. Wow. Yeah. yeah no more, no other times come to mind right now, but it, you, you can die <laughs> and it's, and it's okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Cause I, there's been, you know, dreams that I have where I, I might be in a situation where I think I might die or whatever. And, and I, I might be telling myself, you know, just wake up, wake up, wake up. And, you know, you wake up and, you know, you're all, you know, you're covered in sweat or whatever. And you're just like, oh, shit, I almost died. You know, and, and you always, I don't even know where the wives tale came from that if you die in your dream, you die, you die in real life. I mean, and maybe it, it plays into, you know, 
uh, connective consciousness with, you know, your, your dream state and your, your conscious state. And, you know, you know, who knows, maybe, you know, early humans put that together and that's where the wives tale came from or, you know, but I've, you're the first person I've ever talked to or heard that said, yeah, I died in my dreams couple times and probably <laughs> the wives tale probably came from people who had never died in their dreams <laughs> yeah true <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that at least yeah oh man is there any any other stories you want to want to share before we uh we have a few you said you have about an hour so we have a i don't know about 10 yeah. minutes left yeah one one thing Two things. One thing I, I always like to share with people when I'm talking about dreams is for people like your listeners who uh, want to want to be able to rem- remember their dreams. I've discovered some techniques that would help that. Okay. And this is, and I actually recently heard, I was watching like a documentary about dreams and a sleep scientist a doctor said um, he gave his he gave advice on how to remember dreams dreams and it happened to be the same exact advice that i developed on my own so i was like wow definitely felt validated because i'm like you know maybe maybe it's what what i've been telling people for like the past five years maybe you know, it sounds like it's legit because this guy's saying the same thing so a lot of people always tell me that they wish they could remember their dreams, but they just can't. Sometimes they wake up and they have no recollection of, of dreams whatsoever. But what I've come to learn and what, what seems to be the prevailing wisdom on the subject is anything you remember when you wake up, as soon as you wake up, kind of go over that in your mind. And then once you've once you've gotten once you've gone over it a little bit and you have a some understanding of it, write it down, write it on a notepad on your phone or pen, pen and paper next to the bed or whatever. But if, even if it's something that's not really interesting, it's not something that's not noteworthy. If you remember it and you're having, you know, you have trouble with your dreams remembering them, just write it down. The more you do that. And then you can, you know, read it later. Just just jot down any details you remember. And if you go back and look at those notes and relive the dream a little bit in your mind, mm-hmm. it will dramatically increase your ability to remember them in the future. And it might even increase your uh, abilities within the, the world of dreams. So, you know, when you, if you're more aware and conscious of what your dreams are like, it might be easier for you to achieve lucid dreaming, for example, and get to the point where you're like, okay, this is a dream. And uh, I'm, I, I don't want to be here anymore. It's, this, is, this is boring. So I'm just right. going to wake up. Or this problem in the dream is too annoying for me to deal with, which is something that happened to me two nights ago. I was in a, I was having a dream where I, uh, I was in a hotel and I ended up talking to some guys that were doing construction at the hotel, totally unremarkable dream. And when I was talking to the guys, I didn't realize that I let my door close and I didn't have my key. So I was like, I I gotta, I gotta go to the freaking front desk and get a key for my door and everything. You know, I don't feel like doing that. So, you know what? 
I'm just now realizing this is a dream because I can't possibly actually be here. I'm just going to wake up because I don't feel like dealing with this problem of going to get my hotel key. But here's the weird part. As I was slowly starting to wake up, a woman uh, walked up to me and said, pray to Selene, the God of memories. And I was like, what? And I woke up right after that. And this, so once I decided I was going to wake up, someone comes to me and says, someone I didn't see before, I don't know where she came from, pray to Selene, God of memory. And, and I was looking at her like, who, who are you? And what are you talking about? And as soon as I woke up, that phrase was in my head, but it was in, it immediately, it was almost like the phrase was running from me as far as my memory. It's my memory in, in, immediately began to, it suddenly became like fleeting. Like I, I had to rush and pick up my phone and write that down because the phrase Selene, God of memory, was trying to escape my memory. It was almost like it was actually a thing that was running away. Mm. Uh, that's the only way I could describe it. Now, is that actually a God of memory? I, I, I haven't been able to find anything about that. I need mm. the name Selene, God of memory, uh, of any God of memory doesn't happen. To, doesn't seem to that, that I've seen so far, according to Google, which as we know is the exhaustive uh, knowledge base of humanity. It's, uh, I haven't found anything else. I haven't found anything similar to that. And if you or any of your listeners happen to come across something like that, please let Ghost know. And Ghost, please let me know oh, if you absolutely. hear anything like that. Well, because man. I was in a completely mundane, nothing interesting happened in that dream until the very end after I decided to leave it. And it's kind of haunting me in a way right now, yeah. you know, cause I'm like, well, who was that? It's not some, someone I recognized and I wasn't talking to her. She just showed up and said that to me as I was leaving. Do you, do you remember how you would spell Selene? No, I just remember the, the, the name. I mean, I, I, I would imagine my instinct was to spell an S E Y L I N I. That was my first, uh, you know, the notion that that's how I wrote it down when I woke up, but mm -hmm. it could be, it could be something else. I've never heard any name similar to that. I, I just, I don't know. I am a little haunted by that. Well, there, there's a vitamin called selenium that it's a dietary supplement that helps with uh yeah, selenium doesn't say anything about memory it has like a yeah. immune immune boosting prop properties but yeah yeah sitting here just trying to look real quick just to see you know because yeah. I mean? that's just a that's a very specific you know name and it doesn't really sound latin but it does kind of sound maybe I don't know, Spanish yeah. in a sense, but not really. Yeah. Like it doesn't really have a, a certain distinction of, of, I don't know. It sounds know. like a, it almost reminds me of like a type of pasta or something. You know? Yeah, Selene, that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or maybe a Indian thing or, yeah. you know, I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah hopefully but I'm, we'll, I mean, I'm going to look, I'm going to look, continue looking into it and, you know. Hopefully one of my listeners can uh, 
<laughs> hears this and it's like, oh yeah, da 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 da, and then I can at least shoot you an email and get you guys in touch with each other. But yeah, yeah, that, that's that just such great. a specific name that, and and it's like, like you said, you had it was just a very boring dream, and you didn't, you know, okay, I'm gonna wake up, and then this lady appears and says, you know, remember this, you know, the, you know, goddess Selene, and it's like, mm. what? And then you wake up and it's it's trying to escape your memory. It's like, hmm. Yeah. It was it was as if it was one of the strangest experiences I've ever had regarding dreams. The fact that this I w- I had to struggle to remember the the her voice saying mm-hmm. that. It was literally like it was trying to fly away, fly out of my mind. And it's it's kind of ironic that the name of the of the god or goddess of memory is literally trying to escape my memory once I've heard it, you know, and I'm not one to pray to gods at all, right. you know, <laughs> and, and for someone to tell me that in my subconscious, it was very interesting. Goddess yeah. of memory. Yeah. I, I, I look forward. I haven't even mentioned Ooh. that to my audience yet. I need to, uh, I need to do I need to mention that to my audience. I need to call up Tony Merkel and have him tell some yeah. people about that because I know his audience is probably bigger than mine at this point. This I'm sure um, actually I'm pretty sure it is. There's a Greek goddess of memory, Nemosini, mm. N-E-M-O-S-Y-N-E. I've I've I saw that one when I was when I was uh Googling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just comes uh, up with yeah. main, mainly Greek, Greek gods, but that's yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have I know, me. I know this. looking into that now too. I'm like, you know, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I've been told that the Hindu religion has like three thousand gods or something like that. So oh, that might insane. be a good place to check out. I might, I might uh, have to check that out and see. Yeah, definitely. I don't know any Hindus right now, though. No, I don't either. Uh, I live in a very rural part of central Pennsylvania, so it's mm. not not very many Hindu. They probably don't make it out there too often. No, <laughs> although their their food's good. I wish I wish oh, yeah. they would, but <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, anything else you want to touch on before we uh, wrap this up? Um, I don't I don't think so. Oh. I'll take a couple more minutes to discuss one last concept with you, if you would indulge me. Oh, absolutely. This multiverse idea, specifically as it relates to dreams. I'll tell you about a dream experience that I had, and I'll I'll see what you, with your fresh perspective, what you make of it. Okay. I'll just tell you the dream, and then we'll talk about what, what it, you would, um, what you would, uh, what meaning you would infer from it. Okay. So I was in the military back in the day as well. Nice. And, uh, so I, I had a dream where I saw one of my friends, a guy that I was pretty close with. Uh, I hadn't, I haven't seen him in like 10 years. So, or over 10 years, actually. I was, I had this dream where I was kind of in a desert, rocky desert, and I was sitting at a rickety wooden sun-baked table in front of what looked like an old old school saloon, almost beaten down, 
messed up looking building, really rickety. And all of a sudden my friend comes out in uniform, comes out of nowhere and he's walking up to me. He's like, hey, hey man, what's up? You know, and I was like, oh snap, like, hey, how's it going, man? I haven't seen you in like 10 years. What's going on, bro? And he's like, yeah, everything's cool, man. Hey, I want you to look at this real quick. And he hands me like a Ziploc, plastic Ziploc bag. And inside that bag, it's got a, one of my patches from mm -hmm. when I was in the service. But the patch is like, it's got scorch marks on it, like it's burned. And then with my current job, it's got my nameplate that I wear on my uniform. And it's broken in half. It's like mm -hmm. in two pieces. And there were a collection of other memory, you know, like paraphernalia from my uniform items and stuff like that. Right. But each one was broken or destroyed in some way. He said, hey, what does this what does this mean to you? What do, what do you think about this? And I was looking, I was like, oh, this is my it's like my nameplate, my 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 uh, it's my unit patch. This is this. This is that. I'm like, what happened to all this stuff? Like, where where do you even get this? And he says, hey, you know what? Stand up, follow me. And he goes into the doors of the saloon. I follow him in. But when we get inside, it's, it's no longer a rickety, messed up old place. It's basically like a mansion, like the, the entrance hall of a mansion. Mm. And it goes way down, like the, the hall goes down. And it's lined with at least maybe 15, 20 doors on each side that I can see. And a couple of people start coming out of different doors and like, Hey, they're saying, Hey, all right, well, you know, come on, let's, he's coming with us. We, we we're this is our jurisdiction. Get like, you know, let's get him, get him hooked up. Let's go. We got to take, we're taking him. And then some other people come out of other doors and they're like, no, no, we're taking him. He's coming with us. And I'm like, what is going on? And I look and there's like, literally, eventually this hall is full of dozens of people. And they're all yelling, trying to take me into custody themselves. Like it'll be, you know, two people, groups of two people saying, hey, no, he belongs. He belongs to us. We're taking him. And as I'm looking around at these people, I'm noticing some of those people are duplicates. Like they it's the same person, but they're dressed differently mm. or their hair is different or they have a hat on and the other one doesn't. And these are kind of pretty much pretty much copies of the same five four or five people and they're all yelling to trying to get saying that i'm under their jurisdiction and they need they need to be the ones to take me into custody and my friend is kind of just almost like he's taking bids on who's going to take me in and they're all yelling at each other so much that i'm not even they're not even really looking at me anymore so i sit down on this bench and I look and there's this one lady who doesn't seem to be, there's no duplicates of her, but she's sitting across from me and she says, Hey, if I were you, I can't remember exactly what she said. I wrote it down, but she said something to the effect of if I were you or whenever, whenever I'm in a stressful situation, I try to close my eyes and calm myself down, calm my nerves and just escape. And I was like, okay. And I closed my eyes, I calmed myself down, and I just thought of getting away from there. And when that happened, I woke up in my bed. Hmm. So 
to me, that kind what of sounds... Would you, how would you interpret that? With the, with the whole patches and everything um, being shattered and some burnt, to me, uh, if, it, if you're going to look at it as a, maybe a premonition of, in a dream, that somehow you're going to be in a position where you have to wear a uniform and you're probably going to die doing that, that job. And that was your friend leading you to the afterlife, but yet maybe some of these other side people were vying for your soul. That's hmm. just kind of where my mind went, but I'm not an expert in analyzing dreams at all. But to me, it was like they, they were vying for your soul and to take, take possession of you. And your friend was basically trying to tell you, Hey, you died. This is how we got them. You know, you, went into this rickety old building but inside was a beautiful mansion outside looks like a rickety old building inside that could have been heaven that could have been the gateway to hell you know what i mean who, who knows mm. you know what i mean if you and that's if you believe in heaven and hell and and, and all that you know but i don't know man that's that's kind of deep that's a, that's an interesting perspective and it's so it's so cool how a person's worldview can shape their opinions on things like this mm -hmm. and and thank you for sharing your, you know, that, that thought. Very interesting. So here's, this is, uh, there's some context that I, that I didn't, that you don't know. Okay. Um, which well, I'll fill in. So when I was in the service, there was a time where I was, uh, I was somewhere when rockets were exploding mm -hmm. and rockets exploded someplace very close to where I was and there was a fire and people died in that fire. I didn't know that at the time I was looking at it like, man, I'm glad that wasn't us, Right. but it was, it could have easily been us. If a person was aiming, you know, a couple, uh, uh, you know, 50 yards the other way, then it, it could have been us. And in the, you know, that would, that was during the time where I was wearing the patches that were burned, mm. you know, the, 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 I mean, they, they weren't burned, but he had a pair of them that were burned. Right. So I kind of, that's what that was. As soon as I saw that burned patch, it, that's what came to mind. I was like, well, you know, this looks like the patch I was wearing that day where I saw the fire and it could have been me. And um, the the job that I was doing that I do now with the nameplate that was broken in half, possibly from a bullet, mm -hmm. you know, it's possible for people to shoot at me right. while I'm wearing that uniform. And maybe that happened in some version of reality or something. Yeah. So the the vibe that I got from seeing all that happening around me was that somehow. I'm supposed, I was supposed to have been killed multiple times, but whenever I do come to, you know, the point where I'm supposed to die, something happens and I either escape it or I'm just, I just disappear and go somewhere else, you know? Yeah. And I had the feeling that those people that were all clamoring for, to take me into custody and ar basically arrest me then I was of value to them. 
you know, like, hey, we need a guy that can do what he does. And, you know, or we need to find out why he's able to do what he's doing, you know, escaping death all these different times and hopping over into another dimension or another reality where he didn't die. Right. And he's, you know, now he's there. And then when something happens and he gets blown up over here, right before it happens, he just, we just find a pile of clothes and he's somewhere else. You know, he ends up this, he escapes to dimensions, dimension G, you know, right. <laughs> or whatever. So I guess I wasn't super far off in, in certain aspects. I mean, of mm -hmm. importance, you know, that your soul, what's more important than, than one soul, you know what I mean? And let the, but then you break it down, you know, you just morph into another reality and okay, sorry, cheated death, you know, yeah. see another day. It, death. it could be, <laughs> it could be like, Hey, this is, I'm the grim reaper from dimension a, and he just supposed to, he was supposed to have died here. Right. And, but he didn't. So you owe, he owes that to me. Right. I'm owed a debt. And no, you know, well, well, he was, he went from A to B and then he died in B, but he didn't die. He went to C, but I feel like I need to, I should have, you know, right. <laughs> like who, who knows what was actually going on, but it's just, it's almost like a thought experiment to me to yeah. mention this to people and discuss it. I almost always bring it up when I'm on a podcast and because yeah, uh, I just love hearing the other, other perspectives of it on it. And you didn't disappoint, so I appreciate that. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was a new. You, that was a new. A new take on it. You you put me on the spot because I'm like, oh shit, I really suck at interpreting dreams, but I'm gonna do my best. And, uh, and not not as much as you think, man. You, yeah, you're you're better. You got to give yourself more credit than that, brother. I should. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, like you said, you know, it, it, that that's where my mind went. I'm like, okay, burnt patches to me. Okay, that that that's combat. That's fi like fire. You know what I mean explosions what what have you and you know a cracked shield you know to me that my mind immediately went okay you were supposed to die yeah, wearing a uniform you know what i mean and somehow you you cheated it or or it might come true in the future you know i don't want to be doom and gloom but you know hopefully you cheat that one too you know what i mean but, yeah luckily uh, good news both of those uniforms are probably most likely firmly in my past Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I will probably never wear either one again. Well, that's good. Good. Cause I don't wish death upon anybody, no, nobody. <laughs> and you know what I mean? You, you have, everybody has you, dreams such as that. And, you know, you wake up or you, you know, you have a dream, you lose a loved one and you wake up next to your wife and you're like, I, you died in my dreams. You died in my arms or I watched you get murdered or whatever. And you wake that's up. That's the worst. It, it is. Cause you're you're on the verge of bawling or bawling or crying and, and you're like holy fuck that was so real and mm -hmm. you're sitting there you're like and you don't want to let go from hugging them because it's like oh fuck yeah okay you're 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 real you know that that was just a dream but yeah it, it's interesting yeah. i'd love to have you come back again uh in the future and you know we, we can discuss other things not just dreams but uh, yeah, absolutely i think yeah, we could, i could talk about dreams all day uh, i anything else I need some prep time for, Yeah, you know, but if you come up with, if you come up with something you want to talk about, hit me up. There's uh this has been a pleasure. Yeah. Definitely. Pleasure was all mine. I'm, I'm honored to have you on my podcast. You know, like I said, I heard you a few years ago on Tony's podcast and it, you blew me away. And I purposely did not go back and listen to that episode because I wanted to come, come at it with a fresh mind. Cause I haven't listened to it in, in a couple of years. So you know, I was like, I, I want, don't, don't do that. I want, you know, I, 
I don't ever write down questions for, for any interview that I do just because I want to come at it with a fresh mind and see where the energy takes the conversation. Because uh, in, in my firm belief, a conversation is going to be steered and go in the direction that it needs to go in that time for whoever is going to listen to it in the future. But no, that's, yeah, man. I that's just it. me. But uh, definitely plug your stuff one more time for, for my listeners so they can, uh, you know, watch your stuff on YouTube and, you know, listen to anything else that you, you know, put out to the, to the ether and, and beyond. And um, yeah, thank you again for coming on. It was honor was, and the pleasure was all mine. Yep, and I, I share in that honor and pleasure, my friend. Uh, thank you. I feel like I've made a new friend. So I yeah, absolutely. For that. That, that's um, the fun part about this podcast game. You know, you never got to talk to you before and it's like talking to an old battle buddy. So it was, it was yeah, indeed. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, Mr. X dreams on pretty much everything, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I'm not super active on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, if you have something to share, you can go to uh, my YouTube page. I've got links to my discord where you can submit stories on there. You can submit a story to mr.xdreams54 at gmail.com if you have a story to share with me and uh yeah check out my content and you'll you'll kind of be able to tell whether that's something you're interested in if you want to share a story with me and have me talk about your experience i usually do commentary at the end of every story to give my thoughts and my theories and stuff like that which is kind of the unique thing most narrators on on youtube they read the story and they do a great job but I also go like the extra step and, you know, just talk about what I think about the story and what I think might be happening and just stuff like that. And that's my favorite part, actually, more, even more so than reading the story is theorizing on it and stuff like that. Right. Well, so you, that's, you got that's a great voice you... for it. I'll tell you that. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you brought up Morpheus, I'm like, he sounds almost exactly like Morpheus. You know what I mean? Like Morpheus way... is literally my hero. Yeah. You know, so anytime someone compares me to Morpheus and or Morgan Freeman, I'm I'm honored. <laughs> well, you got it, brother. So <laughs> no, maybe you should look you. into doing some uh, voice acting. You know, on on the side. Yeah, I've dabbled. Have you? I have dabbled. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got a you got a good voice. You know, they're they're hard to come by. And when you hear when you hear a unique voice and and the way it sounds, it's like, oh wow, you know, I could listen to him read a book for hours or tell a story for hours. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. you, you have one of those voices. So oh, thank you, man. Well, again, thank you for coming on. And uh that was uh a fun time and a and a pleasure. And can't wait to do it again. And to my audience, remember, think for yourself. <laughs> That shit, what you read in the covenant is cap. I was bred by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost code, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been start to find out, doesn't really hold. Every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie, high motives to align goals. Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls. Tit job.
vibes from Botox to lipos Light bulbs in my head of where I might go I'm on a tightrope walking this edge And I've been wondering if anyone loves me Shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me Yeah Fuck And I've been wondering if Look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time To find lines that connect through to all their lies They normalize a real life poltergeist To trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right The thought's sick, I take a chance and roll my dice Because something in my stomach isn't sitting right I wanna soul search, find a place to bring in light But I can't cause, fuck I'm batshit, what you read in the covenant It's cap, you were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it, we batshit What we read in the covenant, it's cap We were fed by the government Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system Had enough of it I want the power to shake shit and shift shape Tap in the pineal eye without a mistake We have the power to live right and get straight But they found a way to remove this, they bitch made Ayy Keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme. I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, know I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas or to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band. Yeah. And that's word to my cat plug. I'm higher than giraffe puss. Look what the cat drug in. Now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub. At midnight, I don't fill it up with the tap cup. Soaking in my cannabis suds. Anything for a buzz. Reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug. Peel through a fat stash, burning the last nug. I picture this dimension I don't wanna come back from. But here I am, still stuck in the bathtub. My brain fried, but honestly, I'm fine. I'd rather not have one. I'm bad shit. I'm fucking bad shit, and it's your fucking fault. It's their fault. Straight up. I'm done. I'm bad shit, what you read in the covenant. It's cap, you were fed by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Enough of it. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.